0: Welcome to a novel evening, the podcast where I chat with some fellow bookworms about their evening of fictional fun. And uh, I'm Danny. I'm over on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books. And for today's episode, I am joined by the fabulous at Little Red Library. Jen, who is coming to join me today, is the go-to girl for me for all things spooky. Uh, a little bit uh, of horror thrown in there, a little bit of gothic. Um, she also features reviews on her page of, of a really wide range of genres. Actually, um, it looks like she's a reader of pretty much everything and anything to some degree. But what I know her for, and what I imagine a lot of people know her for, is for her uh, her gothic horror reviews. Um, and as you'll see from today's podcast, um, features fairly heavily in her fictional evening. Uh, so please give it up for the lovely Jen. So a big hello to Jen. Hello. How are you?
1: Hello, Danny. I'm good. Thank you. How are
0: you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to chat about this. I'm excited today because I've got a feeling that your novel evenings be very different to the ones I've had so far.
1: Oh, I think so. I've listened to it. I think all of them that you've done and each of them I've been like, no, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do <laughs> that. It sounds great, but no.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling yours is going to be very intriguing to chat about. Cool. I'm excited. So you are on Instagram as Little Red Library. <laughs> How did you get into Bookstagram?
1: Well, I think my journey to Bookstagram has possibly been slightly different to everyone else is that you've chatted to so far. So I started it as like a community project. So I was on a walk one day and I found this like abandoned phone box and I'm terrible at taking no for an answer. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I can just have this phone box as a library, I'm gonna email my local council. So I emailed my local council and they were like, yeah, we're not doing anything with it, that's fine. So we started it as like a phone box library and that was originally how my Instagram started. So it's like a project for the local community. And then I kind of met more and more people on Bookstagram. Mm. And as you do, when you talk to people all the time, you kind of build friendships and you go through things together. So it's kind of evolved from there. And I still do the phone books library, but it's taken like a massive backseat to what is now just my Mad Bookstagram.
0: Your your handle makes a lot more sense now to me as well.
1: Mm. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) It doesn't suit me because obviously I'm always... Really gothy and all in black, or they are say yes. okay, actually. Um, so yeah, I don't like the fact that it's Little Red Library,
0: but I feel like it's too late now to change it. <laughs> you kind of got that now. I don't know. Yeah, you change it. People do change. You might be able to rebrand, make a thing of it.
1: I don't know. I've done three and a half years and pff, got a chunk of followers. so I think if I just do a rebrand now, everyone's going to be like, oh,
0: Jen, oh. change. I love that you started that though. That's such that's such a cool idea, and it's still running now, so people can still go to your Little Red Library. Yeah exactly. Oh I love it. I absolutely love that. So you've joined me to have a chat about your novel evening. I'm mm-hmm. very excited. I can't wait. Are you having like, uh, are you having quite a few guests?
1: Um, well we're having six guests and more than you.
0: Oh well, there you go. And I are. mean who else do you need quite frankly but. <laughs> so firstly where are we gonna go?
1: So I don't know if you've read the book You by Caroline Kepnes, or so if you've seen the series on Netflix. I've
0: seen the series. For my shame, I've not read the book, but I've seen the That's series. What so right. I've heard is very, very faithful to the book.
1: The first series is yes, yeah. not so much as they go along. So yep. we're in Joe's bookshop in the first series. So we're having, we've switched you out as a maitre D. Joe's becoming our maitre D for the evening, and you're joining the gathering. Ooh, I like this. And he, He's set up some cosy armchairs for us in his bookstore. Uh, he's got a vegan pizza from the best NYC places. He's making us dirty martinis and he's just generally looking after us.
0: I love this this might be I uh, say it every time but this might be my favorite location I've heard yet also I know he's a psychopath but he's real easy on the eyes
1: oh he really is he <laughs> really is I mean we I'm gonna say we're co- co-hosting this as a soiree I'm gonna be like joe darling more martinis
0: okay okay he doesn't have the best track record with women but you never you're mind never bad. mind
1: yeah none of us are going in the cage under the bookshop it's it's all chill
0: i'm i'm excited so joe is there he's taking mm-hmm. care of me who's the first person who's going to turn up to the bookshop
1: well so you and i are there already of course the yeah. dress code is all black with tons of glitter Ooh. and then we're bringing a couple of people back from the dead
0: Anything's so, possible First person who is going to come
1: so our first guest back from the dead is mary shelley uh, who's the author of frankenstein so obviously right. she was dead yeah she was dead in 1851 so I don't know how she's going to cope with vegan pizza and dirty martinis but she's going to be great Love
0: it. she was a she was a way ahead of her time wasn't she
1: she really was she's yeah and it. interesting women is our theme of the evening
0: I love so much so many people have come on here and I've been like this is a women's party because I'm mm-hmm. quite shallow and I'd probably just have all my book boyfriends come so I could ogle them so i like to think that there's people out there who are thinking about, you know, the intellectual side well, of things.
1: We've got Joe. He, he's, you exactly. know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, so Mary Shelley comes in. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with yeah. Mary. I think she's going to make for a very interesting conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. And then our other one that's coming back from the dead is to bring Shirley Jackson in, the writer of Haunting of Hill House. She was uh, kind of along with mary shelley the grandmama of horror fiction she wrote the first kind of haunted house novel really
0: so Um, i've not read any shirley jackson because i am a wimp um right but obviously i know recently there was obviously a remake for netflix she's had a lot Mm -hmm. of books she's very prolific would you say that's her best work is the haunting of hill house would you say that's her or do you think that she's got some other books that need to be picked up
1: um all we have always lived in the castle is fantastic but I would say that none of her books are as scary as the Netflix remake oh, um okay. so I've got I've got a Shirley Jackson themed sleeve here on my arm that's the Absolutely. artwork from the Haunting of Hill House book um and I just love her she was the first person that was really kind of and the first female author as well to play with whether it's houses that are haunted or us um yep. yeah I love her so she's coming back to chat spooky
0: with us and you're going to fangirl all over that situation.
1: So hard. So hard.
0: <laughs> I can't even <laughs> pretend that if I had the opportunity to meet, I don't know, like, Tolkien, that I would play it cool. Because I wouldn't. I would just lose my mind completely.
1: And of course, Joe, our maitre for the evening, at this point in his life, he's a he's a bookshop manager. So he's yeah. going to be trying to, like, fanboy. Oh, this is his dream. And for and
0: Mary. Right.
1: And we're going to be, like... Get out of here! Don't make more <laughs> martinis.
0: But then we might end up in the vault underneath the <laughs> underneath the <gym> shop. <laughs> I think this is a fun gathering, and they would have a lot to talk about. Those two women would have exactly. so much to compare and discuss. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so who's next?
1: So we've got um, Violet from a series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket, but she's a grown-up. She's an adult because she's just—I don't know if you've read the series. I, a
0: long time ago, I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she's super fascinating. She's like really smart. She's an inventor. She's been through tons and tons of stuff. So she'd have loads to say. So and she's again, coming I loved as an adult.
0: in the Netflix adaptation, she was exactly how I pictured in my head that she would be like. And I yeah. think she would be fascinating.
1: For sure, definitely. And then our last person, who is another book character, um have you read Insatiable by Daisy Buchanan?
0: I haven't it's on my list I desperately want to read it I've heard such cool things about it
1: yeah so we've got our main character another Violet we've got two Violets um Violet from Insatiable because she's just she's really funny she's really dirty and what I really love about her is she just wants more than society tells her she should want I love it um Mm. so then we've got me and you so we've just got this big group of girls sitting on our smushy armchairs, eating our vegan pizza just chatting about what it is to be a woman and,
0: and Mary yeah. Shelley and uh, Violet too would have a lot to talk about when it comes to what what's expected of women I'm sure Shirley as well because I mean I don't know when she wrote her books but I'm imagining it was more of a time when women were more of the housewives and the mothers and uh, perhaps less of writing gothic gothic horror that's incredible. Well, this is
1: exactly it. She was married to a, um, a professor, Shirley Jackson, and they had. She had this whole struggle through her life of like she was the genius in the marriage, but she was also expected to do all the housework and care for the kids and just yeah. So I think we could. There's a lot to unpack and chat about there.
0: I can relate really heavily to Shirley on being the genius of the family and having to <laughs> take care of children. So we'd be able to. We'd be able to compare on that. We'd be able to chat about exactly. That. I love it. It's, it's a really cool gathering of women who I think would gel really well.
1: Mm, and if we get bored, we're in a bookshop. So we can just grab a book and read out our favourite bits.
0: And get drunk in a bookshop. That's the dream, Exactly. Isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: So, do you have anybody you do not want to show up to this?
1: Yeah, so I have kind of one specific group and then one less mm. specific genre group. Okay. So my okay.
0: specific
1: group, I don't want anyone from Twilight because they, I read it, they were dull
0: AF, they're not coming. They're also toxic and they're all a bit boring. they all just talk about each other and mope.
1: I thought it was going to be, so I read it quite recently, the first oh. Twilight book I think last year. I had expected it was going to be quite sexy. It's not sexy. Um, Have you seen the film? So no. I'd seen like clips of the films in the Paramore music video and that kind of thing, but yeah.
0: it's really even le- less sexy, to be honest
1: they really let down the vampire like stereotype so they're not coming none of them
0: no none of those no glittery vampires allowed exactly (laughs) (laughs) i think that's very fair i think that that is uh i would completely agree with joe putting them down in the vault if any of them turned up
1: yeah me too but they might be able to just sneak out because they're vampires so they're not invited and then i just don't want anyone from like romantic or contemporary fiction where all they care about is are they going to get the guy like you've got more going on than that this is not about boy chat this is the big questions if we end up chatting about boys because we're drunk on martinis fine but if that's all you've got going on you're not coming to the party
0: I, I don't think that's the vibe that we can bring to this group of group of women I don't think it's going to fly somehow I don't think they would uh, I don't think they'd go for that to be honest with you
1: no, exactly. I just feel like anyone who hasn't got big ideas and something to say is going to feel a bit lost in the group.
0: Yeah. So they're not coming. I think you've got a very solid evening here, for sure. And I agree with your people that you do not want to turn up. No Edward Cullens are allowed. I'm, I'm down with it. This is a fun, gothic New York cocktail evening in a bookshop. Mm-hmm. It's literally heaven. Yeah.
1: Yeah if only we could bring people back from the dead I'd be all over it.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I want to do that actually that seems a bit scary for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if that works for me but I love it it's a lot of fun. So before you go I'm going to ask you a little bit about what you're reading at the moment. Uh, Do you have a current read? Okay.
1: Um, well I do, so I've had a couple of reads on the go, I've just finished Ariadne by Jennifer Saint this morning. What did you um,
0: think? Because this has been a little bone of contention with me and some of my bookish friends.
1: Do you like it or do you not like it?
0: I really like it.
1: Yeah I really liked it, I cried.
0: You gonna... yeah. <laughs> the silence now, I was like uh <laughs> No
1: I loved it, I cried, really did liked you? it.
0: Uh, her next book Electra I was really lucky to get an arc of it it's super it might actually be better than Ariadne
1: oh jealous it's out in April isn't it so I'm really excited for that
0: it's not long it's very very good I think a couple of my friends weren't keen on Ariadne I think it's very easy to make comparisons to others like Song of Achilles and Circe, and to kind of make comparisons but I think as a book by itself without comparing to other Greek mythology it's brilliant
1: Mm-hmm, definitely and then my other read so my friend Hayley who's on bookstagram as Taylor of a bibliophile I hope I've got that right Hayley um recently I don't know why she just messaged me out of the blue like I've got a dirty book I think that you want to read Ooh, so we've just started with a
0: dirty book yet so I'm excited
1: <laughs> we've just started reading smart together actually so the book she sent me was um breaking to pieces by A.L. Hartwell which is just mm-hmm. like filth and now we're reading um one night Promise by Jodie Ellen Malpass together which again is just it's just smut. like there's not a lot more to it than that
0: you don't need a plot I don't feel I feel like sometimes a plot just bogs down what you're really there for
1: yeah I mean I've got issues with it I've said to Haley, we need to write our own uh smut where it's a bit more about strong women because I don't quite like the fact that all of these girls are really innocent and like
0: it does seem to to be a theme doesn't it like the young ingenue is overpowered by this experienced man and it's like I kind of want to see a woman who's just out to get her some you know yeah
1: exactly like I am down for a sexy guy in a suit but I would be like hi we're going for a drink now
0: so, I wrote for my dear friend, M of Unfiltered Fiction. I wrote her a pirate erotica for her birthday. We joked about it. And she was like, <laughs> on, write, write me a dirty pirate book. And unfortunately, I was like, Yeah, all right, I'll do it. And we were the main characters in the story. Basically, we ripped off Black Sails and put ourselves in it. But that was right. my thing I was writing. I was like, Right. I was like, These women are just going to be getting theirs. Like, there's no men who are like, The women are just going to be out there doing what they need to do to get themselves some at sea
1: yeah for sure maybe
0: I do need to write a, you know an erotica fiction <laughs> maybe that's all I think say so.
1: <laughs> or maybe they're already in existence and I just don't know about them but the mainstream ones certainly seem to be like hot man in suit corrupts innocent smart flower of a
0: girl Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, I think it's probably a bit down to Fifty Shades. It's probably a little bit influenced by the fact that that was basically the entire plot of that book, wasn't it? That she knew nothing, apparently, and he knew way too much.
1: Mm. Well, probably, I guess, the fact that we're all kind of just reading smart as escapism. So do we want the pressure of having to take control of our own lives or do we actually want a bossy man to be like, yeah, I'm in charge now?
0: Oh, that's intriguing. That's intriguing, especially mothers, especially when one's doing all the organising of life in general. Sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be nice not to work, like organise that bit as well. I think there's something yeah. to that. Maybe for sure. Do you guys have another smart that you've got lined up after this?
1: Um, I'm not sure. So I think the one we're reading at the moment is part of a trilogy and also A.L. Hartwell's for Abby Lee Hartwell. Her Breaking to Pieces book as part of a trilogy as well. So it all seems to be that smut is written in trilogies, but I'm definitely up for reading some strong women smut, if anyone that's listening has mm. recommendations.
0: Yeah, pop across to either of our Instagrams and just recommend some strong lady smut. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. I mean, don't put, don't... Maybe you don't send smut to our inboxes, but like no, no
0: that's <laughs> recommendations. I should have been much clearer. <laughs> oh god, what have I just opened the floodgates to? That's really interesting. I don't read a lot of Rosca, um, generally, and actually I think it is because so many of them do seem to be quite formulaic in the way that they do it, and I'd quite like to see it a little bit out of the box. I'd like to see some, uh, yeah, some stronger ladies. Who aren't For saying, sure. like, ah, I mean, we're not doing missionary? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So many of them never seem to have an orgasm before. And I'm like,
1: I said to Haley the other day, like, how are you expecting these men to know how to get you there if you don't know? Like, let's be realistic.
0: I mean, yeah. How, if you can't provide an explanation of what you need doing, and I will never, I feel like I've... never forget in Fifty Shades when she apparently didn't know what half of the things in his room were. She was, like, picking stuff up. And yeah. I'm like, did you not read Cosmo? Like...
1: I feel like I've really taken your podcast down a notch, Danny. so feel free to, like, cut this or leave it in, like, whatever.
0: (laughs) Please. (laughs) Honestly, I've been dying for somebody to come on and either have someone from a smut book as their guest or to recommend some. Everyone's been, like, classics and contemporary. And then I was, like get out some new dudes like <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it and honestly I know that there's quite a few of my books to pals who perhaps not so vocally on like their account but who do enjoy a good erotica and they do enjoy yeah. that and why not I love the fact it's more mainstream now as well like you can open mm. up an erotic novel on a bus or a train or and that's about the only thing you can thank Fifty Shades for
1: Or you can just take your Kindle and nobody knows what you're reading.
0: I like to be really blatant with my porn. I like to just sit on a bus in full view with like the biggest print book I can find
1: (laughs) and make everyone feel really
0: uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Just a big sign that says I'm reading dirty books.
0: Exactly. And are you planning because you read quite a lot of horror, don't you? Do you think you're gonna load you gonna read a bit of horror soon?
1: Um, I think so, probably, yeah. I'm really not sure where I'm going after Ariadne. So I will read another one alongside The Smut. Yes. Um, but I th- I'm think I'm a bit different to most book in that I don't keep a lot of books that I haven't read. Oh. So I, I usually have about five in the house that I haven't read at any one time. Um. So I might even need to buy some new horror, but that's always an exciting prospect
0: what's the recommendation for an author so I've read a bit of Stephen King and I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't massively keen but then I read Under the Dome and Sleeping Beauties and I and I did enjoy The Outsider I enjoyed yeah. that one but where do I start with horror like where is a good place to start to read some horror if you're an absolute wimp
1: if you're a wimp okay <laughs> I would say <laughs> I was going to recommend Tell Me I'm Worthless by Alison Brumfit, but that's quite gory. It's got a lot of body horror, a lot of social commentary, but it's scary. So actually I would probably say just go classic, go Shirley Jackson, pick up maybe Haunting of Hill House because that's really, it's like a gently scary vibe.
0: You know who I love as well is Laura Purcell gives me those vibes. Oh, it's got yeah. Gothic. I was so scared of The Silent Companions. I could not read it at night time. <laughs>
1: really i was i adored the silent companions
0: i loved it and i loved how scared i was but i've got a real thing about like dolls or anything like that paintings basically anything with eyes that is like painted Mm -hmm. but she wrote that so well and i i feel like again it's that kind of genteel horror isn't it that kind of isn't Mm -hmm. too horrific um, but it's just scary enough that it's jumpy, and I did find myself occasionally, like, as I was reading, I knew what was coming, and I'd have to read really fast to be like, oh god!
1: Yeah, see, I was the opposite to you, I read it, but then I was on eBay trying to figure out if I could buy one, but unfortunately they were all about £6,000, and then asking my sisters if for my birthday we could do a National Trust tour of all the houses that have got Silent Companions. <laughs> no.
0: So I, I don't like, want give me more in my house ever. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. It's so funny how different people feel. Are you into horror movies as well?
1: Not so much. I'm not hugely into movies in general. I think because they give you everything. What I like about a book is that there's a certain amount of it that you have to create yourself. With a movie, you've got like the way people speak and exactly how they look and there's nothing for you to kind of create yourself there um I think sometimes
0: is scarier in some ways than what you see on screen as well
1: yeah absolutely definitely
0: I'm going to try a bit of Shirley Jackson I'm going to make that my goal this year I'm going to give it a go and I'm going to text you when it's late at night and I'm by myself I'll be like oh god (laughs)
1: And then I'll just text you back smutty passages from whatever dirty yes. book I'm reading. And you're like, yeah, exactly fine now. exactly
0: what I want. Just bypass it. <laughs> cut through the tension with a little bit of smut. So I, that, I'm going to take that as your tip. If you're reading a really scary horror book, you just need to read some erotica alongside.
1: That's absolutely it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very, very much. This has been so much fun. I'm cutting Thank absolutely none of the dirty stuff. It's all staying in. <laughs>
1: That's, yeah, no worries, Fanny. Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> so if you don't follow Jen at Little Red Library, go over and follow her. You absolutely will not be disappointed. I say this by everyone every week, but Bookstagram is legitimately the most creative, fun space. You will never be able to follow too many people on there. So go over and give Jen a little click. So thank you very much. Thank you, Jenny.